Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1 with All Care Pharmacy. Discover a healthcare team that's always here for you at All Care Pharmacy, Ireland's largest community pharmacy network. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1. You're all very welcome back. Now, the month of March, as we know, is a particularly significant one in the Irish diplomatic calendar. And with all of the international celebrations for St. Patrick's Day becoming more visible across the globe, here at home, we are encouraged to use and enjoy our couple of fuckle for Shocked in the Gilga, which seems to be getting longer <laughs> and longer. From the success of the movie and Colleen Kuhn to events taking place all over the country, to Paul Mescal's interview with T.G. Cahar on BAFTA's red carpet, Irish is proving extremely popular popular this year. Well, our very own Gael Gore, Evelyn O'Rourke, has been out and about <laughs> talking to people about their Gaelga and how they are enjoying the language. But before we get to all of that, let's remind ourselves of that interview with Paul Meskel and Kathleen Nikkei, reported with TG Cahar at the BAFTAs. Like mean, fair play to him for giving it a <laughs> shot, <laughs> um, Evelyn O'Rourke. Uh, but for many people, um, a really easy and popular way to try out your Gaelga is uh, to go to any one of these these pop up Gaelic talked events. Yeah, a little less pressurised than standing on the red carpet at the Baptist. <laughs> in fairness to Paul, he did great work there. The way his wee voice just sort of went up at the end. I know like, oh, he speaking did in Irish. so well. <laughs> We're delighted with my bastard Intuff and Tango and But yeah, it's such a simple idea. You know, just search up pop up Gaelic in your area, track down an event. Usually in pubs if it's for adults or libraries or schools or music for more family events and you just head off and say do you and hello and you take it from there and they well, were when I was at the Gale Talk if you said hello they would say us Gale going to us Berla it was terrifying it was like oh, they challenged well, us on each yes, one would you say is hello H-E-L-L-O father <laughs> I have an answer for everything. I've got a fragment <laughs> to get me out of this in every way. But listen, they go back to 2017. They were set up originally by Padre Cuivonach and he came up with the idea with his friend Oscar Rikira. And they wanted to shine a more positive life on Gaelga. And they say that they knew it existed in the city, but they wanted to give it an outlet. And the concept has really taken off since. And so many of the people I've spoken to talked about the fact that, interestingly, I found this really interesting, they sort of found Gaelga for themselves. It wasn't necessarily a family thing or a cultural way of life. And I really like to hear that too. So I started by going along to one the main ones in Dublin, which is taking place in Madigan's Bar on O'Connor Street, right there in the heart of Dublin city centre. I went along to meet some of the crowd at the Papagoyotuk there and I first met Garrod. And he says it's great to speak Irish in the heart of Dublin city centre and that he says you don't have to be in the Goyotuk to use your Goyotuk. So I should have been suggested to Papa Gertrudina, Badian Gail, Shale, Agus has come, Mata Couple Focolad, Nomtatu Omlan Yifa. She was a Stavotina, the Gulkino, Grau Adgun Tango, Agus Gultu Tits Noctus Bulladin, Agus Pizza Crack, Wines as Tango. Yim was Darmot Grubil E Tango, Agus Mayim was Erop to Skulamach, Bulagail, Fade the Usites, Nilena, she's Yarish and Yonder, not Papa Gertrud. So Garrett's talking to you now. Explain the draw of this. Has it grown in time? Do you think it's you know people are really responding well to the pop up Yeah, I do. 
great for like young people as well as, but also like people all sorts of backgrounds, all sorts of ages. It just come together and use the language. It sort of really does promote like a positive view of the language because you get to see it in public. Because sometimes that's the biggest issue. I think you might realise Irish is there. So you just have to come to these things and just try it out. So you're from Meath. I am indeed. Yeah. So I'm Tusla Gaelga or Tusla Gaelga Goli Mar Poster. Were you always speaking Irish? No, you're not. You're not. That's for about Gaelga, So I learn. I learn Irish. Wow, so when did you really start learning Irish? Started... At school, obviously, right? But in I real did. life for you. Actually, it's quite funny. When I failed my uh, junior short mock, I decided, right, I have to try and learn this Irish because otherwise I have to pass my exam. So you no. weren't speaking it at all? I wasn't at all. And then when I got into a little bit, I started enjoying it. I said, OK, it's actually a bit different. And then basically I started learning by myself. And then I got to college level. And then I said, right, there's some guys here, they're interested in Irish too. I'm going to try and see if I speak to them. There's a couple of folk called law. I made that kind of habit with my friend, actually. And we started speaking a lot. And there's other guys there as well. They love speaking Irish. And uh, I think just by using the language regularly, it just, my grow grew, if you like. College is incredible. I mean, you. you have a beautiful accent. Thank you. Because I, I actually work now as a tutor at Luth University. And uh, I'm hoping to start my PhD in Irish dialectology now in uh, September. So, as you can see, I started off just not really liking the language and then loved it. Now I'm very, very passionate. And uh, that's grown over a number of years now. It's incredible, isn't it, Evan? Some of the people that you met at the pop-up, as they were saying there, it's, they try and go along to make sure their Irish doesn't get rusty because a lot of us still have it. It's sort of innate, but you mightn't have the confidence maybe uh, to use it. So is this sort of an informal way to get yourself back into the mix? It is, but I think... One of the clever things is that it takes place in a pub. So as it gets louder and you have to shout more, people are less critical of, of your, your grammar. <laughs> exactly. So I think that can be it because I meet so many people who say to me, oh, I'd love to be able to speak Irish more, but I'm lacking confidence and I spent years studying it. I think mainly a lot of people can understand more than they can speak. And it's the speaking bit is the yeah, bit. So often you could be listening to the news and yes. be able to follow the gesture, sure. but if somebody asked you a question, you'd freeze. Exactly. And you immediately think of your grammar. That's why going back to Paul Meskell, we're so proud of him because yeah. he just did the whole, like, give it a laugh. He went for it. Yeah, he just went. <laughs> for it and it was great but yeah so it is about letting the Gaelga flow you know so um, when you think about it think about your inner Paul Mescal let it out go for it and just enjoy it so here are some more voices from the night at the pop-up Gaelga it's a nice social environment to practice Irish and there's energy and fun and it's positive yeah exactly yeah so where did you learn your Irish were you reared through Irish or so I suppose um, in secondary school um, so you know? wasn't at home you weren't just raised through Irish no no I just liked Irish I did go to the Gale Talk as well so I had a lot of fun there in Rana Firsta um, so it's something you came to yourself you know in a lovely way actually yes I just think it's a bit of a waste to spend so much time in secondary School studying it and then not to, I suppose, use it, you know, because it is an official European language, it's been recognised, and I just think it's important to, I suppose, to have the Kupla Fuckle to, to keep it alive, really. So, Kane Groth, how could you get you know, August to a niche, which you need to talk if you initiate that, no more beat more decor? Yeah, it's actually talk to Dumse, where Banaman Sultan or Fadas Chang and the Gaelga, August Mohim Goelche, Roda taught talk to, you know, Ve Agam, August Goelman on, Lord Sladini Ella Ass. Yeah, Alex is on them. Alex, you're wearing the fonia. So that's the Coven fonia. Do you always wear the fonia, or is that for the pop-up guild that you think it's a good idea to wear it? Well, you can't make them pop-up August and beam egg upper. So I wear it for the pop-ups and when I work, because sometimes I work facing the public. I work for Bussarin, so generally I don't deal with the public, but when I do, I always wear it, because when people do recognise it, I feel great. I try to wear it whenever I go out, really. Mean the Nilartis Gaelg, and would say Gahan on it, because it's very rare that somebody will actually speak to you in Irish. Is it the Tarlene Sheen? I want to use Minikin, not Kapasa. I think she's Mavion, Gahan. 
Humlan, Nervina Desh, Shin Agamse. Like, you always hear that no one really speaks Irish. From what I found, people have way better Irish than they think, but a lot of the time they're a little bit too nervous. But from what I found, funnily enough, since we started wearing face masks from COVID, I think the kind of the anonymity gives people a little bit more confidence to give it a go. I think so. Before COVID, like, finding a Gaelgore was a bit more challenging than it is now. I mean, the more Irish I hear, I'm happy out. Great to hear another Rana first to girl yes. like, I, like I was there. But actually, it's brilliant to hear so many young people um, speaking the language. And look, we can look to all of the media success at the moment for the Irish language, but there does separately seem to be a real growth in the interest in the Irish language. And when you look at the expansion, Evelyn, and the demand increasing mm. for the Gaelskulna um, across across all of the island, um, parents are looking for this and and students are looking for this. Yeah, you hear more and more about the growth of it and Gaelidachus is one of the bodies that supports and collates Irish language medium school data and their figures state that 8% of children, 45,000 of primary pupils are now attending Irish language schools and that number is growing and as you say, an interesting demand for it. And it was interesting, we were looking at the CSO and talking about the CSO baby names list that was published last week and the growth of Irish baby names continues. Your so fears when, and yeah, everything are all in there. beautiful names, yeah. Not many E-I-B-H-L-I-N ever unfortunately but I'll start my own campaign but I went on to Derville never makes the top 100 now Derville <laughs> we'll do a little campaign for you as well I'll be back to you next year we'll do better but I went along to Gael's School in the Funchoig in Churchtown in Dublin because I wanted to find out more mm. about this and really the enrolment the enrolment list mm. to see what are they saying like what names are coming through now I mean in my days we were saying the Deirdre the Chiffon's dominated but as you say Fia's more that thing now Tig and all these kind of beautiful names so I went along to the school where Priva de Ashling Faye was chatting to the Nino Hinshire class about their plans for Shocht and Gaelga, and then we did a little bit of a look through the roll book for their names. So in Rudmore, I suppose the really interesting thing for us, the CSO launched their list of top baby names for last year. And those Amnachas Gaelga, you know, they're right up there. What kind of names are coming across your desk? Every type of name, obviously, because of the mixed cultures that are coming into the school. But the most popular name in our school is Sean. We have seven Seans in the school, followed by Liam. And after that, we have Tiges. Beautiful new names then as well that I imagine are old names, but weren't around in my time. It was the Moiras and the Ashlings and the Evelyns and the Deirdres that were around in our time. Great but names, great Beautiful names. names. And they're there too. But we have Quilta, Shifra, Shiva, S.I. Father, O.M.H.A., Baven, Fola and Bonva. Yeah, so that's the old name for Ireland. For Ireland, yes, yeah. Gorgeous names. They're spelled traditionally as well. Yeah, the old D.H. Yeah, is right yeah, back up there, it isn't is. it? It's OK, so what's your number one girl's name? Our then? number one girl's name is Alana, but the Annika Gaiga, it's Quiva, and Fia, Ava. Oh, well, a few Murrins as well and Rihanna isn't that beautiful Deirin. there are Ashlings and Clodas we don't have any Deirdres in the school unfortunately I think Deirdre's a beautiful name Mairead has gone to Quailon Cuan uh, Fionnon and what is it do you think that draw to Irish names identity it's our language it's our culture it's particularly if you're sending your child to a Gael school that culture is so important that heritage it's being taught in a different way Look, we hate to talk about it, but the Leaving Cert, 40% of the Leaving Cert is Antanga Oveil, which is so important that they can converse what's a language. We're heading in the right direction. More pop-up Gaelthooks that we see around, we hear a revival of the language. But say for the younger generation, they have a real passion. Look, it's gorgeous. It's a lovely language, lovely music. It's a lovely tradition to have. So why wouldn't we spread it around the world? (laughs) 
Absolutely gorgeous, Evelyn. We might get a revival of your name, but for now, Evelyn Rourke, <laughs> thank you very much for taking us on a little tour of those pop-up Gale Talks. We'll take a quick break. Text 51551. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.